0: Listener Production. Welcome to Real Crime. I'm Adam Shand. My life in crime began in 2003, a three-month assignment looking into Melbourne's gangland war. It turned into a book, which became six books, and I'm still talking about those events. What happened back then is actually still unfolding. Another gangland figure has died in a hail of bullets, taking the body more. A drug lord named Carl Williams was killing off Victoria's top criminals. He'd been getting away with it for five years when I came along. I was an outsider with no allegiances, no agenda, except for writing a book and surviving the experience. And that's why Carl chose to talk to me. We kept talking until he was bashed to death in prison in 2010. The book I wrote called Big Shots opened all sorts of avenues and I followed each one enthusiastically I've mingled with outlaw bikers, bank robbers and shoplifters, consorted with race fixers, pickpockets and brothel keepers, and trembled before thugs, standover men and killers. What I offer you in real crime is a body of work that's still evolving. The Trials of the Vampire was my first podcast. The murder of a male prostitute, Shane Chartres-Abbott, seemed a bizarre side note to the gangland war. The self-styled vampire was accused of trying to rip a client's tongue out. She had about an inch cut off her tongue with a knife or something similar. No comment. I know for a fact Shane did this to me because he was the last person in the room. The vampire was gunned down on his way to court. I heard two shots, one straight after the other. And that's when I put myself right on the ground, face down. A hitman confessed. I fired two shots from a three-five-seven revolver. What he was talking about was a, a network of corrupt police. But was the hitman making the whole thing up? This was answered three years later in Making our Lawyer X podcast. A barrister, Nicola Gobbo, had been secretly working for the police, helping to obtain confessions from her clients, including some bogus ones. I think she manufactured... Everyone that had been charged in the Charter's Abbot matter and was able to get away with it. The Victorian police were Frankenstein and she was the monster and the monster got out of control. As these stories continued, I also explored the ice epidemic in our Meth Destruction podcast. I was an angry, surly teenager and I didn't know how to express that anger. Things escalated very quickly. I remember visualising myself standing over his grave. And in the ATM Boy series, I met a man who stole millions from cash machines. You could create the illusion that there was millions of dollars in the account when there actually wasn't. Then our hero decided to confess. Well, I mean, How hard do you have to work to give yourself up here? Precisely. In our Packers Gold series, I went on the trail of Kerry Packers missing gold. Did the billionaire really steal his own bullion? Was there talk of an inside job back then? Everything fits too neatly into the box. Why would the richest man in Australia be on something like that? But to some people, these things are like a sport. They do it for the juice, the buzz. I went on a two-year hunt for a cold-blooded killer in our feature, In Plain Sight. With his level of psychosis, nobody's safe, even whether you know him or you don't. Nobody's safe. I 100% guarantee that there'll be other people. He's smart enough not to get caught, but crazy enough to do the things that he's done, you know? He's hanging in the middle there somewhere. Danny. Um, they've just caught John, John, Jonathan and search for clues to a 50-year-old mystery in another feature, Lucille Butterworth. As darkness closed in yesterday on the sixth day of the hunt for a trace of Lucille, who disappeared seemingly into thin air... He saw Lucille on Butterworth on at the bus stop. So he says, oh, she might like a lift. She wanted to get out of the car. Stop the car, I want to get out, I want to get out. We know who took her and we believe we know where she is. He murdered Lucille Butterworth. They haven't found the body yet. now making a podcast with the New South Wales Police, State Crime Command, where detectives open case files when public assistance is sought. It was a sunny, beautiful day, and I can remember seeing the clouds, and I said to him then, I said, oh, it looks like a storm. I heard one, I thought it was a plane or something, it was a big rogue wave. that's when we're in trouble. I'm reporting on some extraordinary moments in law enforcement. A great big shark started swimming around us. This is what we need. It was just a guessing game. One chance in probably hundred million that we'd ever find them. Lost at Sea tells an amazing story of survival and how a jawbone washed up on a beach brings closure to a family. Once... I was accused of being too close to the crooks. Now they say I'm too close to the police. I don't really mind. For me, it's always been about following the story. And now's the time to listen. Search Real Crime Podcast. Download the new Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.